Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. The idea is to show them if we price it low at market or believe in a little bit below our market, we can attract those offers to build it up, get cleaner, cleaner contracts without so many contingencies and loopholes that are tighter, that are quicker, that are cleaner and get them the most net proceeds and keep them in a position of negotiating strength down the road. In this low inventory market, right? Anytime you have a market that's low inventory and it's a hot seller's market and you start to go on listings, your your sellers are going to get a little bit arrogant about their home's worth and want to list their home's price really, really high. Okay? So this is a common problem. And believe it or not, it's actually a problem with regards to strategy, because when you get into an ultra hot seller's market where there's low inventory, believe it or not, there are many different schools of thought on pricing strategy. And, you know, I personally think that the best strategy is not to price it as high as you would actually think it'll appraise for, right? Or as high as it'll sell for. I guess you gotta, you know, I tell my clients this, or I used to, you gotta sell your house twice. We gotta sell it to someone who's willing to pay for it. And then we gotta sell it a second time to the appraiser. And the appraiser is not so excited as the home buyer because they just look at comps just like the ones I'm showing you on the CMA right now. And they're very mechanical. They're like evil robots who don't like realtor pricing. So selling it to the appraiser is often much harder. And since there's a 98% chance that your home buyer is gonna come through with a loan, they're gonna need to get an appraisal or they're not gonna be able to buy your house. So we need to satisfy appraisers. So how do we best satisfy appraisers? Well, it's not necessarily just listing it high because listing it really high is risky. If we go too high, we might put it on the market and get crickets, nothing happens. And it happens all the time in a hot seller's market. You see those overzealous sellers who go a little too high. And that is a very public and visible error. Because when that happens, everybody sees it and everybody wonders what's wrong with your listing. Like what's wrong? Like, why is that the one house that's still there? Why does no one want that house? And I say these words to my seller. Why, it, you know, cause th that's everybody's biggest public fear, right? You're the one person at the senior prom standing on the wall. Everybody else is dancing. You're the, you're the last kid to be picked in kickball. That's what your house is. The loser no one wanted, that everyone can see, that's still there. So when I do put, sorry, that's gotta be evil. I shouldn't, I know. Sometimes I get on these paths, like don't let your kids watch this. So what happens is then when someone does make an offer, what are they gonna do? They're gonna be like, oh, we're gonna lowball this thing. These people must be desperate. No one wanted this house. It's still been on the market. So what ends up happening? You sell it for less than you would have had you priced it at market to begin with. Or it sits there with no activity until you get real and reduce it to where I'm telling you to list it right now. 
But guess what? I'm telling you to list it here right now as a new listing. It'll go like hotcakes. But if you make it look like hell and nobody wants it for a month, then reduce it to here. Now you're, you're putting a damaged product that has a bad reputation and it may have to be reduced again and we'll ultimately sell it below market because we got too risky. So that's the problem with the age old, let's just price it as high as we can. I guess that is a strategy. It's not the most complex strategy, but a strategy nonetheless. There is another strategy that is often incorporated in low inventory markets that's very easy to show, okay? And I wanna show it first. So before I explain it, I show it. And you can tell all your clients that you are on a training, a national training, because I'm a national guy, where we are all being explained that this is the best way, the best method to price in this market, okay? So that way you didn't think it up and you're not arguing them. You're just saying this is like, this is common knowledge in our industry. So you can see this is the impact of price visibility. And you can see this is this yellow line is the hypothetical market value. If you, you know, and you can see this is the percentage of potential buyers who will look for your property. If you price it more than 15% over market, you cut out 90% of your potential buyers by being up here in the 10, only 10% of people are gonna look at it. If you go up 10% too high, you're gonna cut out 70% and only 30% of potential buyers will look at it. If you're right around market value though, that's pretty awesome, right? So if you're just above market, you know, a tiny little bit, less than 10% above, maybe 5% up, you're still gonna get 60%, lose 40. If you price just below market, you're gonna get 75% of them. If you drop down to 15% below, you're gonna get a whopping 90%, everybody will see it. And what happens with regards to multiple offers if you price it lower down this triangle. That's right. You're gonna get more multiple offers the lower your prices. So showing this visual, which I'm going to give to you, putting it as part of your listing consultation slide or packet, and explaining that the what we can do if we price it at market, it's at that period in time that we're likely to get the most offers is within the first two weeks of a home going on the market. That is when we have this increased and heightened chance of getting multiple offers, two, three, four offers at once. Then they'll compete their way up, right? Then we can do multiple counter offers back and start bidding them up and letting them get into a buying fury against each other. They might waive appraisals. They might waive inspections that way as opposed to drawing one offer really high that may not waive anything. We might get to tighten our contingency periods. We might get to negotiate that. You're gonna to have to appraise your appraisal contingent. You're gonna to have to waive your appraisal contingency or put a cap on the amount that you'll come up in price with your own funds if your home doesn't appraise. Because it's in that negotiating period that everybody wants a house and they'll waive anything to get it because they know how hard it is to find one. But the minute they get that offer accepted, now that buyer grows fangs and says they're going to inspect the heck out of you and try to get you to come down if the house doesn't appraise. Because they know you have damages if they back out. You have to go back on the market as damaged goods. So the key is, if you can counter them up, you can get them to waive all those contingencies and, 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 and time frames and, and you can actually attract backup offers 
to keep the screws to them when they try to renegotiate you later. The way I'm explaining this to you is the way I want you to explain it to a seller in the listing appointment to get a listing because they're going to realize you're the first agent that they ever talked to that had a plan. I'm not joking. Every other agent's just like, hey, we're going to put it this price and here's why, here's the comps. We actually have a strategy and here's why. And it works. And it works not just for our initial negotiation, it helps us build backup offers for our inspection negotiations, our appraisal negotiations. Make sense? That's the idea. The idea is to show them if we price it low at market or believe in a little bit below our market, we can attract those offers to build it up, get cleaner, cleaner contracts without so many contingencies and loopholes that are tighter, that are quicker, that are cleaner and get them the most net proceeds and keep them in a position of negotiating strength down the road. Okay, great. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.